Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Joe Mays and Jay Raff Show, giving you weekly sports analysis, opinions, and discussion. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Jay Raff. Well, good evening, sports fans, and what an evening it is. I'm Joe oh Mays. God. Alongside of me is my co-host, Jay Raff. Unbelievable. Um, unbelievable finish, and uh, we will get to that in a minute. Just if this is any indication, it didn't look like it was going to be, you know, a great first game to talk about. And then that happened. So, uh, yeah, we will uh, we'll be filling in on our thoughts and our takes on on that and, and everything else uh, kind of with the games today and uh, that big game in a couple weeks. Literally, as we were about to start the show intro, Seattle scored in overtime to win the NFC Championship game. They were losing – uh, what nineteen to seven with what five minutes to play? Yeah, and they uh, they threw a pick, didn't they? And we were right like, around that time, and we we're like, oh, game over, game over, <laughs> yeah, game over. And that's just I, I tweeted this out while they were mounting this comeback before we came down here to do the show. I said, this game is just the perfect example of a million sports cliches. Right. You know, it's it's never over until until the the clock says that there's no time left and, and the game has expired. It's over. And the Seahawks just kept fighting back. Russell Wilson had an awful game for almost the entire game until a couple minutes left in the fourth quarter. And he turned things on. The defense kept a minute. Credit to them for that. Uh, you know, their wide receiver, Curse, was having a, a game for the ages in terms of being, you know, one to forget. And now all of a sudden the Seahawks uh, are back-to-back NFC champions and are representing the NFC in the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl 49, to be played in Glendale, Arizona in two weeks. And they'll be awaiting to see who they play. Um, between the winner of the Patriots-Colts game. That kickoff is actually 20 minutes from now. They pushed it back by 10 minutes because of the um, overtime in the NFC Championship game. But, wow, I mean, what a day to be a, a football fan. Yeah. Uh, if you're a Seahawks fan, you're ecstatic. I know a couple of friends of ours right. that just moved to the area from um, the Pacific Northwest and are probably speechless right now. Right. I I really can't believe, you know, when when we were looking at it, it was it was interesting because we were like, you know what, they're down 12 with five minutes left, and they didn't even have the ball at that point, I don't think. And we're just like, what makes you think they're going to score two touchdowns in five minutes when their only score had come on when their only score had come on a uh, fake field goal? Now they had driven the ball down to get in, you know, relatively close, but it's just unreal. I can't I can't believe that that actually happened. You know, you see that happen sometimes in the regular season, I think. But when you have like that, I can't imagine being a Packers fan right now. Like, I mean, I can. Well, you're an Eagles but, fan. Right, I'm a Dolphins say, fan. Nothing good has happened to us the closest, for how long. The closest thing to that, I think, for, as an Eagles fan. Losing the, the Super Bowl. No, no. Not for me. Not for me. The NFC Championship game against the Bucks at, to close out to, the okay, when they went to play Oakland. That's the one they should have won. Like they laid an egg in that game, and they were better than the Raiders. I I think obviously we don't know that, but that's the one that hurts more to me than the Super Bowl. Um, Super Bowl obviously you know that that always stings, but um, they were playing the Patriots, and I kind of thought the Patriots were the better team at that time. Now they had a chance to win it, so it's not easy, but. That this is the kind of game where man, it 
That that's a that's a tough one for I don't understand how the Packers really didn't get that done. They got real conservative at the end looking back on it. They had a number of three and outs there in the last seven minutes or so. Um which, you know, in any of those they get one touchdown. Who knows if the game even gets that or one, you know, first down or two first downs. Um uh, maybe the Seahawks don't get the ball two more times. So kinda interesting there. Um it's it's unreal. Uh, we're actually getting a lot of in- feedback from our friends here yeah. about NFL overtime rules, and we'll just right. go over them here quickly. They changed, what, three years ago, I think, about yeah. – they actually yeah. changed them for the playoffs before right. they initiate them in right. the regular season. It was about three years ago, and um, a lot of our friends are saying that they don't like it the way it is now. The way it is now, to me, is a lot better than the way it was. Oh, yeah. I didn't like strict sudden death. Like, if you get the ball and you go down and score at all, you know – that's it. Now the way it is is if you get the ball first and score a touchdown, it is sudden yeah, death. It's right. over. But if you're held to a field goal, then the, the other, other team, team gets, gets a chance. Right. I like that. It's kind of I, what I would love to see is them to play, you know, a ten minute quarter or something like that. That's what I would like to see. Right. But I can handle the way it is now. The, the overtime rules don't bother right. me. Stop. You, don't let them score. Right. A touchdown. You give up a touchdown, you don't deserve to win an overtime game. I'm. I can see how that's a field goal. I can agree. I mean, here's the problem I have with. Kickers can make 60-yard field goals. You don't need right. to get in that the, much. In college, 25-yard line, I bet, 60%. in all honesty, I'd say maybe 60% of the kickers in college hit Regularly. 60% of their right. field goals exactly. from that distance. So that's fine. In the pros, that wouldn't work. No. That, and that's why it was right. nice that they changed it. Right. Absolutely. So, I, you know, yeah, in the pros, these guys are going to hit, like, probably 85% or better of everything inside 50 yards almost. Like, I don't want – I don't want that. And I don't like to have the ball. If you had to start with the ball at the 40, like, no, just play, you know, like at that point, just play. Um, Like you said, I think the best thing to do would be to play like a 10 minute period or something like that. Right. Something like that. I understand that, you know, that gets kind of crazy. And I, I, I kind of like what they have now. Um, You give up a touchdown. You don't deserve, you don't really deserve to screw to win or you can at least make an argument that they didn't deserve to win. If you give up a touchdown on the first possession in overtime, um, you know, and it, I just, I can't believe that happened. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can't either. I'm still kind of in shock is that we saw that, that happened. That was the worst. That was the worst 53 minutes. I think I've seen the Seahawks play in a long time. And even the last seven minutes weren't all that great. Um, the one thing you did point out to me, it was interesting. He tried to pass the ball the first four times the curse, <laughs> and then – Then there was a, a, four interceptions. Right. Then there was an incompletion. Right. Which we joked, oh, that ruins the That ruins the, the four record. for four, yeah. And then he throws to him, and it's a touchdown. Uh, it's, it's just, just incredible. Yeah. It's just – like, it's hard for me to describe, and I'm not a fan of the Seahawks. Right. You know, I don't like Pete Carroll. I didn't want Seattle to win. I don't want Seattle to win the Super Bowl. See, I'm I'm not that way at all. Only because I feel like I just I'm rooting for any team other than the Patriots right now. So I, I I'm thinking we have we have a listener up up north who may have to watch us on on like uh, kind of like a recap of the show later later yes. this week as he's probably getting ready to cheer his team on hopefully for the last time this year. But I don't I <laughs> think that's going to happen. Um, but anyway. It it's just unbelievable. I yeah. Well, I just got a, a message that she's with 
uh, a listener's view. Uh, not a fan of Pete Carroll at all. Listen, I wasn't rooting for Seattle last year in the Super Bowl. I was rooting for the Broncos in the Super Bowl, uh, mostly because of Peyton Manning. However, like, I don't I don't know. The, the more I watch Seattle, like, don't get me wrong. When they played the Eagles and they kind of, like, just beat them up and took it to them, like, yeah, I was frustrated. And they were running their mouths, and I wasn't happy about it then. But, listen, in, in that sense, if you don't want them to trash talk, beat them. You know what I mean? Like, here's the thing, and I'm sure, like, some of the Green Bay fans, aren't going to be happy because I'm sure Richard Sherman and some of those guys are running their mouths. However, you, you had them, you had them. And you know what? They can't say a whole lot if you beat them and you gave it away, you gave it away. You yeah, this one's going to sting for a while. Mike McCarthy's going to have to answer questions about his decision to kick uh, three field goals for on fourth and ones, two of which were, I think inside the five, if not inside the one and another one, um, I think around the 20. So obviously some maybe game mismanagement from the coaching players seem to apparently give up and think it was over that they were going to the Super Bowl. A lot of just stuff swirling for Green Bay, the Packers today, who everyone thought that um, for a long time that they were going to be the representatives in the Super Bowl for the first time in five years. Um, I got one more text here. A lot of interaction. I love this. This is what we want. We got we got people texting you. We got people texting me. Um, well, this one's from my dad, the Cowboys fan. We're think, talking about last week's game. Man, they were says, so close. If Dez could have just held on to the ball. <laughs> he says, how does it feel, Green Bay, when you think you should have won the game? Yeah, but see. He was mad all week. Uh, he was stewing for I a understand. while. I understand. And, man, it, I'm sure the Cowboys fans are, are mad at Dez for not holding on. He could have given them a shot. That's unfair. That's that's a cheap shot. I apologize to, to, to our listener, not to the Cowboys. Um <laughs> But yeah, I, and I said that to you when we were watching, and it was I was like, man, I can't imagine like I can't imagine again. But being the the Cowboys fan, looking at that game and thinking, man, we really would have liked our shot. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like we said, and we had this discussion right before we came on the air, they, the Cowboys, the way they had been playing was very similar to the way the Packers were playing in this game. They were able to pass, you know, effectively, but they were able to run the ball, and their offensive line had been given Tony Romo all day. Um, and that's just not what, I don't know. I just, I can't believe it. If you would have, I'm not sure they sacked Aaron Rodgers today. If you would have told me that they didn't get a sack on Aaron Rodgers, I, I don't, I would have been shocked. Yeah. I, there's a tweet here, uh, that a guy apparently after, I'm assuming after last year's Super Bowl, I got think- a back-to-back Super Bowl champion tattoo. So for a long time, I guess he was uh, really sweating this one out. But now he's got he's one game away. You know, yeah. you you stuck through it now for what eighteen games. Yeah. <laughs> he's one one game closer. One more game, and this right. guy doesn't look like a. And you know, you know, it's one of the things I I find interesting. Just kind of looking at the reactions pouring in here. Everybody's like talking about oh the reversal of the thoughts on Russell Wilson from you know halfway through the fourth quarter when everybody's like oh look he's overrated to oh look he's great again. It's the opposite for Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy, everybody's like, he, great head coach, you know, ideal head coach, all this stuff. And now all these people are like, oh, he's terrible. He lost the game for him. Listen, I hate to put – we talk about this all the time. You can't put it on one play or one guy. If they recover an onside kick, game over. Yeah. You know, like, not not technically by, by the way much. that it goes, but it's probably game over. You know, he had his guys in, in position to win, and – they didn't execute well enough to win. Um, just unreal. I, I, 
Oh, man. So for those of you listening or watching, I switched, hey, Ustream's working this week. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Comcast or whoever. But if, if you're listening to us, you know, and you don't want to call in and take up time that way, you don't want to email, keep texting us if you have our numbers. That's great. It's, we've got like three or four different people that have been texting us. Um, so keep doing that if you have our number. Um, if you don't, aren't one of the lucky few to have either of our numbers, um, you know, we do have ways that you can contact us. And Justin's going to go over that information with you right now. Yeah, so if if you do uh, want to call into the show, we'd love to have your take. Uh, you know, love to have you call in and give us your take. You can call five three zero five six three six two nine seven. Again, use the Maze Sandwich Shop hotline at five three zero five six three six two nine seven. You can also email the show using the Maze Sandwich Box or Maze <laughs> Sandwich Shop inbox at Joe Maze and J Raff at gmail.com and Joe Mays and J-Rap. A new special, the Mays Sandwich Box. You know, <laughs> hey, like, it's like the lunch special. Like something they offer um, at like the taco places and get a yeah. box of tacos. Yeah. We should come up with a new box of sandwiches. That's yeah. golden. That's golden right there. So, yeah, anyways, and, you know, for those of you that may just be joining us, uh, tuning in a little late after that thrilling NFC Championship game, uh, welcome to episode 161 of the Joe Mays and J-Rap show. Uh, we're talking all football once again this week. Been talking a lot already about the uh, NFC Championship game that just ended about uh, 10, 15 minutes ago. Uh, what a crazy game it was. I just, you know, it was, it was one of the few games this year, I said this to Justin right before the show started, that I actually watched from start to, for the most part, through the finish. We had to come down here for the show, so we missed the, the overtime, but we saw the rest of it. Um, you know, with having Red Zone, I watch Red Zone because I want to see all the important stuff, and they highlight all of that. The only other game I saw start to finish this year was probably the game I was at in Foxborough like, a few so, weeks ago. So you saw more of a single game and more commercials than you did all Correct. season. Correct. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Exactly. I watched a ton of commercials today, um, which, but it's okay because it was NFL was football kept me captivated. Right. Right. I was there with Kelly and Natalie, and then you, Jamie, and Austin around. You know, we were having fun. Um, saw an incredible game, one that we'll be talking about for a long time. And every time these teams meet, we'll talk about it now. Right. And every time Russell Wilson does something uh, positive, they'll talk about this game because he was awful for how long? For four interceptions. First, first career game with four interceptions. Unreal. He was awful until like two minutes, three minutes to play in the game. Yeah. And then was did Russell Wilson right. thing. Well, and Marshawn Lynch, he would get a run here and a run there. And then towards the end, he just looked unstoppable. Just amazing. Like, I can't really – I still can't really wrap around Yeah, the fact that they won that game. So, um, if you have anything else to add about the NFC Championship game, um, the Packers and coaching, Aaron Rodgers, defense, letdowns, played calls, whatever, um, same thing goes with the Seahawks, with their – you know, maybe were they overconfident at the beginning? Were they just not playing well? With what was wrong? How they responded? How things changed? Um, any of that stuff, Justin went over some of the ways to contact us. We'll take those throughout the show. Um, and we'll, we're going to move on briefly here for a second because there's something that I teased, you know, um, earlier this week leading up to this uh, show that I said um, we actually, for a chance, got a, a package sent to us. Normally we're the ones handing out, you know, T-shirts and, th- and things like that. Um, but we actually got a package. It was sent to the sandwich shop, and I walked in uh, the other day and – and, and saw it, and I looked and saw the Joe Mays and JRF show, Care of Joe Mays, and I'm like, what is this? And then I saw the return address, so I knew right away who it was from. Um, and I'm basically from 
I'm sure from what I sent out on the Facebook pages over the last few days that you can probably figure out who it's from. But other than Justin, no one knows what's inside. Uh, it did come with a letter, which I, Justin has not have yet. Not, so, I have not heard the letter. Um, but I'll hold this up here. Um, and I know your mom's watching from Florida, where it's probably a lot nicer. Right. Um, but it's about to get pretty cold down there as she sees what I get here. Um, this is what was sent to us um, yeah. from a listener who yeah. uh, is not listening right now because, as he points out, well, I don't want to spoil the letter. I'll, right. I'll go over the letter it, in a second. It, for those of you listening, it's it's an onto Baltimore rally towel that I believe was handed out at the uh, uh, yep at the game last week. Complete with uh, the date, the stadium. This is um, true Patriots memorabilia yeah. from last week's game. Yeah. Um, and which we all know now. And it's got the authentic sticker. It does. It, it's good. Yeah, um, he, he gives us some suggestions how, how we, we might use it. Okay. Um, but I'm going to read the letter now. And for those of you that haven't figured out, uh, this is obviously from my Uncle Rich. The first reaction is, uh. <laughs> this is from my Uncle Rich, um, who is a huge Patriots fan, has had season tickets for, I think, close to, if not more than 20 years now. And uh, he is sitting in, I'm sure, very cold and chilly uh, Gillette Stadium right now as their AFC Championship game is about to kick off. So um, I'm going to read his letter to us that we received this week. To Joey and Justin, or the leaders of Anti-Patriot Fan Club, <laughs> since you are giving things away on your show, I decided to return the favor by sending you a souvenir from last Saturday's Patriots-Ravens football game. This towel, though not as nice as the terrible towel, but with all, but all we have, could be used for many things, such as maybe a diaper for your kids or for cleaning up any spills that may happen. Justin, it would make a perfect Mother's Day gift as well. I have several <laughs> more if you would each like one. I did get to see your show on Monday from through Facebook and uh, miss watching it live, so someday I will call in again. I'll miss this week's show as I will be at the AFC Championship game again. And if things go right, my Patriots will make it to the Super Bowl again. I do want to say that the teams we did not want to face in the playoffs were a healthy Pittsburgh Steelers or the Baltimore Ravens, who did back in only because the Chargers could not take care of their own business on the last day of the season. But a playoff Joe Flacco is a dangerous quarterback, which has proven, he has proven many times against us. I was very relieved when we won, which was in doubt most of the game. Losing and sitting in the cold is not very enjoyable. I believe we should have better luck against the Colts, and I know most of your audience will be rooting for the Patriots. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Now, when we make it to the Super Bowl against the Seahawks, hey, there's some prediction hey, for you. Yep. Uh, will you be rooting for a repeat champion or an AFC team? We'll have to answer that in a sec here. I know this seems like a little boasting, but two years ago I had to eat crow losing to the Ravens. No pun intended. And like Brady, my time for bragging and winning a Super Bowl is running short. Keep up the good work on your show, and thanks for being on all these years. You're one and probably only Patriot fan. So uh, that's from my uncle. Sends his regards all the way from uh, cold New England I, I, with this towel. I've got to give it to our to our listener up north. He he relatively stays very gracious when his team is still playing, and, and ours, specifically the two of us, is not. Um, I think it's because he doesn't have to say anything most of the time. Like, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> sometimes I'm, I'm expecting just a lot worse. So I actually got a text oh. from him. Now, I, I doubt he's watching or listening at right, the stadium. Right, right. But, you know, probably good timing on his part. I'll try to hold it up because I don't have time probably to put it on the screen. But you can't really see it if you're watching. But that is a picture from Gillette Stadium from their seats as the game's about to kick off. Um, 
So, hope they enjoy a great game just like that NFC game was. But he did ask a question in, in his uh, yeah. his letter. You know, he said they were going to play the Seahawks. He's right. Um, is it going to the Patriots? And if it is, are we going to root to see an, a repeat or are we going to root to see the Patriots? To address this specifically, if it is the Patriots and Seahawks, there is no question in my mind I am rooting for the Seahawks. <laughs> like, none. Like, that's, that may be the easiest question all day for me. Yeah. I, I, um, and, and I don't think he's at all – he would at all be surprised, especially with me. He, he knows firmly where I stand. I'm full on, you know, trolling the Patriots whenever I get the chance, which is far and few between. Those chances don't um, – Don't get to happen that often, right. huh? I uh, see. I I feel like I can't root for the Patriots. Like I just can't. No, uh, it was different. I rooted for them in two thousand one. No, no, that was before I, in two thousand one. Who were they playing in two thousand one? The Rams. No, I was absolutely rooting for the Rams. Okay, I was rooting for the Patriots then because there wasn't this. There wasn't all this history there, that right. is there now. I was rooting for the Patriots then. I I wasn't rooting for them in oh three, um, against the Panthers. And me in oh four, I was like, kill me now. Like, you know, <laughs> um, I, I don't honestly don't remember who I was rooting for in 04. I think I might have been rooting for the Patriots now that I think about it. I, I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> but, you know, right now, I, I predict. Which I understand that dilemma, though, because their, their last two trips, the Patriots have played the Giants. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I rooted for the Giants in those. Actually, the first time I was absolutely rooting for the Giants against the perfect. Season. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh the yeah. Second time, it was more like I really don't care who wins this game. Um, yeah. So like, sort of, it was it wasn't going to be good either way. I don't know, honestly don't know if I, maybe I won't have a, a rooting interest. Like I've had a rooting interest every year I can remember the Super Bowl, which goes back to um, uh, Redskins Bills is the first Super yeah. Bowl I can remember right after um, Bills Giants, which was a crazy game, you know, with the, the kicker missing the field goal and everything. I don't remember that game, but I remember Redskins, Bills, and every Super Bowl since then, I've had a rooting interest in some way. Yep. In this one, it really is two teams that I don't like. Right, yeah. You know? See, I, I will absolutely root for Seattle if if it turns out that way. Now, if the Colts were to pull off an upset, I which I don't think is going to happen. I'm, I'm rooting for it to happen, but I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I just think... I don't know. I I, I would pro I would definitely root for the Colts. You know, the more I think oh yeah, it, I would root for the Colts over the Seahawks, but I'd root for the Seahawks over the Patriots. Like I'm ranking which teams I, which team do I hate the least? <laughs> well, I don't really have anything against the Colts. Like, no, yeah, exactly. That, that's, um, I know I know we have one listener who who will not, who <laughs> yeah. really doesn't want to have to choose between. Well, even this game, when they're trying to pick between the Colts and New England, they don't really know. And then when they have to try and pick between the Colts and the Seahawks, I don't know that they would really know in that one either. So they're not really looking forward to uh, these last two games that are left. Um, So anyway, I'm still trying to wrap my head around what happened. I know. It's Uh, it's really hard to. uh... I did have to laugh at the one thing you read online. That when the Seahawks, it ha- this came right after the the two point conversion where Russell Wilson literally just scrambled around for a while and then just threw it as high as he could and it came down in the arms of his tight end who got into the end zone. Um, one of the things, 
is that that was said was file this under things that will never happen to the ego. Right? Yeah. Like, like, um, which is absolutely true. Like that, that just wouldn't happen. Um, right. I, I completely agree. Completely. The on the other hand, just, blowing a big lead in the NFC Championship game to lose, that could definitely that happen. That could definitely happen, right. Um, so, well, see, I also heard a response that um, there's an angry response to me saying I have nothing against the Colts. Um, <laughs> feedback continues to just fly in. If it's Colts, Seahawks, it'll all be about the commercials is, is the response. <laughs> That's how a lot of people that react, you know, if they, they have no vested rooting interest is what are the commercials going to be like? Kind of reminds me of like, uh, yeah, I don't remember exactly what the ratings are, you know, but there are over a hundred million people. They'll project, you know, watch the Super Bowl. you know, usually in that 120 range, maybe up to 150. I don't know. But the Mike Greenberg, because he's like, I just can't relate to someone who's like, how, like, what do the other half of the Americans do? Like, what are they doing that they're not watching the Super Bowl? Like, everybody watches the Super Bowl. Like, right. That's, how can there be half that aren't? That's what um, I always thought about and, at Penn State. Like, we, you know, there's 40,000 people on campus. The stadium holds 108,000. There was only, like, 25,000 students. Like, what are the other 15,000 students doing? Are you studying? What are you doing? And then, like, so it was funny. I got to be careful. Culture. He He got an email. Uh, from his, because I guess he has a new book coming out, um, like a, a fiction book. Um, but he has a new book coming out, and his uh, like uh, editor or like his publicist or whatever was trying to set up like uh, book signing tour, you know, and was like, you know, this was like back in September, and she said to him, "Is there any like we we're going to be out in Glendale? Do we know what teams will be playing for the Super Bowl yet?" And he's like, "She must be one of the people that, in that, that other watch. half that doesn't watch the Super Bowl." Like, <laughs> But it, it's funny because, you know, I, I know people who aren't really interested in it, but I honestly, I'm, I'm I'm sure I know people who don't watch. I'm sure I do. I didn't know that about them. It's just, yeah, like, <laughs> it, it it's interesting to kind of see how, how that's going to, how that'll play out. Yeah. I think, I think the NFL is, is going to be happy. We talked a couple weeks ago about uh, there weren't really bad matchups. I think they would certainly love New England over the Colts. Um, probably, I, I think I think point. you're probably but right in that. I think you know I don't think it'll take too big of a hit with Indy and and Andrew Luck because you even though it's Indianapolis, you still have that star value. Not like Tom Brady. I'm not saying he's a star value like Tom Brady, but you have that big star on the team that that they can point to. I'm watching Jim Trotter, Jim Trotter and Pete Prisco go back and forth yeah. at each other over Russell Wilson and. Uh, and yeah. uh, if that was a good Russell Wilson, Jim Trotter said Russell Wilson, hashtag pay the man, hashtag worth every dollar. And Pete Prisco was like, that was a good game. He was god awful. And Trotter just goes on to tell him, you'll never see the forest for the trees, will you? But I thank you for your consistency. <laughs> right. And if if I had to pick, I'd side with, with Jim Trotter on this. He did look, he didn't look good in the first part, but the whole team looked bad. Two of his interceptions were literally batted to the other team by his receiver. You know, like, and they weren't like, oh, it's a high throw. He went up and tipped it. No, it was square in the hands, tips it to the other team. And I still threw two other picks, and they were the one was a bad throw. The other one was a good throw, but a terrible decision. I just, it, it's unreal. Seahawks wide receiver Doug Baldwin just went ballistic on the media waiting tent at the locker room. He dropped multiple <laughs> F-bombs on us doubters. Right time. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Who are the doubters? You were, you were the favorite in the game. Who, who are the doubters? 
Well, and like, I mean, unless Doug Baldwin was looking through Twitter as he's waiting, you know, after the lockout, how does he even know that? Everyone, right. of course, everyone was doubting you. You were losing 19 to 7 with five right. minutes to right. play. Right. On the other hand, though, like, from, from like, the coaching perspective, and I, I'm not saying the coaches feed it to him, but, like, from the coaching perspective, when you have that us-against-the-world mentality, like, it is just seems like, I don't know what it is. Everybody seems to kick it up a gear. So, like, every team thinks it's them against the world. Like, every team. You know what I mean? Like, every team thinks it's, we're the Cinderella story. We're the team that's not meant to be here. Yeah, well, that, that whatever you want to think, like, because it, you know, whatever works. Um, the first half, they looked like the team that shouldn't be there. <laughs> um, man. So, uh, I do, I think we should talk a little bit about the AFC championship game going on now. Apparently, the, the um, Patriots just got the ball inside the Indy 30 because of a fumbled punt return by Josh Cribbs. Oh, good. Um, but I do was able to work behind the scenes and pull up the picture that was sent to me by my uncle as he was waiting for the game to start. So if you're watching on Ustream, I put up his picture from his seats in Gillette Stadium. I hope they're having a great time. I'm not going to say that I wish them the best of luck in in the game today, but uh, I I do hope that they're having a good time and hope everything um, works out as best as it could without the Patriots winning. I think that's what I want to say. Yeah. So, um, now the, the AFC matchup, I think we were hoping for Broncos Patriots just to see, you know, Manning against Brady another time, maybe the last time in the playoffs, who knows what's going to happen, but, uh, luck and the Colts spoiled it. The Colts are a team that if, if they would beat the Patriots today, I don't know what to think about the Colts. Cause like, I look at them and I'm like, they're not that good. Right. Like really, like I look at them, I'm like, they're not that good. But then if they could go on to play the Seahawks and, you know, they have 50-50 shot at winning the Super Bowl if they beat the Patriots and get there, you know, I don't know. Would they end up being one of those teams that you'll look back on and be like, we were underrated them? Or was that a shot in the dark, you know, a fluke? Because I think about, like, when the Steelers and a couple of teams won it as, like, five and six seeds, I don't ever thinking, like, those are bad teams that got hot at the right time. Like, these Colts teams are – under this Colt team is underwhelming to me. I feel like they have nothing except Andrew Luck. But right. maybe if you got the quarterback, I guess that's all that matters. Yeah. yeah, I it's I don't really know what to think of them either. Um, I mean, they are good. They're they're they've got good special teams in terms of they got a good kicker. They've got a great punter in Pat McAfee. He can boot the ball through the back of the end zone on kickoffs too. So that's they're solid there. Um, in terms of in terms of uh, running the ball, they haven't been able to run the ball, and their number one draft pick that they traded for isn't even on the trip um, after being inactive last week. So I, I don't know that they'll be able to run it against. Um, I don't know that they'll be able to run it against the Patriots, and if they can't run it, then you're asking for trouble, even with Andrew Luck as the quarterback. Um, I, I just. Like I don't know what to think of them now, like going into the game, and I don't know what to think of them either way coming out. Because um, if they lose and it's not like a blowout, everyone will be like, "Ah, oh, well, you know, they played the Patriots. The Patriots are the better team. Like, you know, that's what everybody expected. Like Andrew Luck, you know, they just need more around Andrew Luck, which could be true. I mean, they have um, T. Y. Hilton, who is now by and far their best receiver. Um, Reggie Wayne. It's just kind of like a shell of, oh, yeah. of his old self. They got Vinatieri. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, it's just I don't I don't really know. I and going into 
I would have to imagine Seattle would be favored if they were playing the Colts. I don't oh, I think. I think they're going to the, be favored I, either yeah, way. I think the Patriots will be favored. I, well, maybe it will depends on how they look today. Right. Yeah, you I, know, I don't know. The one thing that I'm certain, um, if one of the AFC teams get if, – if it's perceived that they get screwed today in a yeah, call, yeah. I'm absolutely – I know the Seahawks are going to win because – Say the Patriots make it, but the, the people think the Colts should have. Because we've seen it so far. Everyone thought Detroit got screwed. Dallas moved on. Dallas lost to Green Bay on a, on a play that, you know, depending on the, on the right the, call. On the right call, but a crappy rule. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That, you know, Dallas is out. Green Bay moves on. Now today, they think, oh, karma got Green Bay. That, you know, that's what people are going to say because that's just the way the world works. Right. People are always looking for an excuse or an answer for something. So now it's like Green Bay's gone. Now Seattle, you know, they came back and won it, but nothing was controversial. Right. Seattle fought the whole time, made, made the NFC. So they're in clean. They have no, you know, nothing in the universe is saying that they need to lose. So if one of New England or Indy would make it, and well, they see, probably shouldn't, already, you know New they're England, not going to win. New England won three cheating. They've got to lose three cheating. <laughs> oh, to even it out. That was you. You went there. You went there again. <laughs> I'll, I'll never not go this there. It doesn't matter. You know, my uncle and I talked about this. You know, he's, <laughs> they they want one so badly oh, now this way because right. they want to put all that in the past. Right. You bring up a right. couple times right. in the last few years, you know, their record in the playoffs or their record in Super Bowl since, you know, right. Spygate. And, yeah. you know, they See, won They're 9-8. and eight. They're 9-8. and eight <laughs> They won three when they were supposedly doing something that they weren't supposed to be doing. They haven't won anything since all that happened, Um, you know, way back in what was that, 07 or whatever. Yeah. When was that now? Seven, I think. Yeah, I think so. You know, <laughs> um, you know, they want to win one in the worst way. They had the chance today to. Um, they're in their fourth straight AFC title game. I think ninth since uh, 2001 and tenth since the mid 90s. You know, you know, basically every other year they're in the AFC title game, and obviously we know that they've won five of those. Um, the last two, they haven't been able to finish the deal against the Giants. They won't be playing the Giants this year should they win. I got to think that the Patriots are going to pull this one out. And it goes back to what we just talked about a few minutes ago. They're the better team. They're the better team. Right, they're the better team. Maybe the Colts are building something. Right. But let's look at it this way. I know some other people have broken it down like this in the past. If you had to pick a defense, Patriots or Colts, who are you picking? Patriots. Patriots, absolutely. Their defense is a lot better. Um, Honestly, this is kind of the year and and this thing that – that Revis, I think, has – I don't know. He kind of just stuck out to me more. Like, he's more than just a, a good player on a bad team now to me. I know when he started with the Jets, like, early on they were good. Like, but for most of his career, they've been, he's been the best player, maybe, on a, on bad teams. He's a really good player on a really good team now. Um, so that kind of just changes my view of him. Like, he didn't lose some of his – we talked about this last week a little bit, I think. He's not – like overvalued because he's on a, on a bad team. Like I think, I think there's some, he he's earning it this year. Um, if you look at, let's look at quarterback. I mean, while Andrew Luck is really good. This Right. And I think you're going to say I'm, exactly what I'm thinking. Right. I'm, I'm going to take Brady over. Andrew over Luck, Luck every time. has the better potential at this point oh, in their absolutely. career. I'm and not if saying I'm picking the starter franchise, now you today pick luck. you're picking you're luck. stupid if you yeah. don't but when it comes down to playoffs 
who's been there? And I know someone this week was saying how ex- this kind of experience doesn't matter. That's BS because it's been proven time and time again that it certainly helps. It's not going to hurt you to have experience. So, you know, I'm taking Brady even for this one-game scenario. You know, but, you know, if we're starting a franchise. I'm taking Luck. He's younger. He's obviously shown that he can do it. Right. He'll have bad games here and there, but everyone does. Right. I mean, look at his game against Dallas at the end of the regular season. That yeah. God, that old team Thanks, was awful. <laughs> that that is a team playing to go to the Super Bowl. Think about right. that. I don't get it. But well, let's just jump back to um, the NFC Championship game here for one one more minute here. Um, Pro Football Talk. Michael David Smith just tweeted out that the Packers D played well for 56 minutes. Then they gave up 206 yards and three touchdowns on the Seahawks' last three right. drives. Unreal. That well, was the Seahawks defense we saw that's most of the, the, that's excuse me, the Packers did, defense the, we saw. Seattle did down the ball once. That's true, <laughs> but, the, but yeah, the pack that's the Packers D we kind of saw. Like it was always the offense right. had they had to put up so many points, so many so much yardage to keep their team in games or to win games. You know, putting on 40, 50 points back to back weeks or whatever it was. One of them was against the Eagles, right. fifty three to twenty or whatever. The, the Packers defense just wasn't any good. And then here against Russell Wilson, Marshawn Lynch, you know, in at CenturyLink Field and the twelfth man, all that they were playing lights out for almost the entire game. And then the last half of the fourth quarter and overtime just went went poof gone. Wheels came off in a hurry. Yeah, I I'm still shocked over that outcome. And even even when it happened, you said you had said you want to see him uh, go up by three, and you want to see Aaron Rodgers come down and lead him to at least a field goal, so we get more. And that is what happened. Um, but it, it it is kind of just I can't believe that their defense, not just like that they fell apart, but that they completely fell apart. Like, it's one thing to give up a bunch of yards and maybe a couple – three, 206 yards and three touchdowns when when you knew they had to, like, get it going. It's just unreal, unreal. Um, did I think – did we see uh, an update from the championship game going on right uh, now? Yes, it looks like the Patriots have struck first after that Josh Cribbs fumble on the uh, punt. The Patriots took it into the end zone. Uh, LeGarrette Blount ran it in. Uh, so the Patriots are up 7 nothing. Um, and that's, that's one of those things quarter. right away where you're like, man, the Colts, I don't think they're the better team to begin with. And now you make up uh, – you, you have a fumble, you know, virtually at your red zone and you give up a touchdown. Like, those are things you cannot do against the Patriots. And, and I said it to you last week about the Ravens game against the Patriots. I, when they had to kick a field goal in a go to go goal to go situation, that's going to kill them, and it did. This week we set it with the page, with the Packers. Now I know they had a lot of game in between there, and they still had the game. They thought they had had it won, but they had two in the first quarter, two goal to go situations, and had to kick field goals both times. I know you mentioned that earlier, including one where they ruled John Kuhn in the end zone, and then on the replay they ruled him out, and then they stuffed Eddie Lacy on the next play. It, the, Green Bay had so many opportunities, and it, it's interesting. We see a number of this. Um, Bostic, the, one of the backup tight ends, he's the guy who's probably going to get cut for this. Yeah, well, they um, said um, because of the emergence of Rodgers and they also right, had Corliss, right. he's a backup tight end that has to do special teams, and he just – there's a quote here right. coming through Twitter now. He was a blocker. He was in no way supposed to get the ball, and right. that's why I think as soon as the Seahawks guy is coming down with it, Jordy Nelson is already turning and right. yelling at him because right. he, he screwed up. And I said to you, like, there was a defensive guy there, obviously, he caught the ball. If if uh, Bostic blocks him, Jordy Nelson standing there, catches it, 
goes to the ground like it's Packers ball and the game for for the most part is over at that point even if they don't get a first down they're probably punting it and Seattle would have to go all that way in a minute you know I, I don't know if that would have happened but it it's unreal just absolutely unreal yeah I just I, I still believe uh yeah. That 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 happened. But now the bigger story, you know, once you put that all past you and you move on, two weeks. That'll be the, the that'll be a big story like for the next day or two. And then it's it's gonna be about Seattle and whoever they're playing. Like, right. People are gonna not not the Green Bay fans, not the Seattle fans even, and not the AFC, you know, well the AFC team that wins will move forward, but like they're not gonna remember. Like people will think about this game. A lot like, and we mentioned it upstairs, and it's different because of social media, the interaction people have now uh, during games and after games and everything. But the Minnesota-Atlanta game in, what did you say, 97? Was that the 90? Yeah, I think it was 97. Right, when when Mortensen missed his only field goal of the season and the um, Vikings missed out. 98, I think it was 98. The Vikings missed out. Yeah, it was because they – played the Packers in the first one, didn't they? Yeah, they beat the Packers in the first one and then came and beat Atlanta the next year. Uh, It might have been the 97 season, 98 playoffs. I don't know how that works. Um, But I just – I mean, you know what? And last year's NFC title game was great because the 49ers were driving down the field to score. Remember when Sherman picked off, jumped over a crab tree to to seal the game? Made an unreal play. Yeah. I wanted the 49ers to win that year, just like I wanted the Packers to win this year. I think I was rooting for Seattle in that game. I only wanted San Francisco because I had them in the in the, the pool I was in. I had San Francisco in the title. Actually, entering the year, I had said San Francisco, Denver, yeah. and I wanted to be right all the way through. So Seattle screwed that up for me. But, um, you know, so last year's game was fun and entertaining. But this one is just a completely different monster because, you know, if you follow us on Twitter, I just sent out a, a retweet here of uh, – uh, Neil Payne via Chris Brown, um, not that Chris Brown, um, showing, you know, win probability as the game progresses um, for the Packers and the Seahawks. And, you know, for what, since basically the beginning of the second quarter, a Packers win was like guaranteed probably 80% about. Yeah. Um, and up up to probably five minute mark or so, maybe even the three minute mark, it was like at 85, maybe 90%. 90% just to win with three minutes to play. I uh, saw, so like, the the other one that was just on here was, like, um, you're you're losing, uh, yeah, 15 points in 44 seconds, uh, you know, to take the lead. Then you give up the lead, and then you win in overtime. Like, just the emotional roller coaster. I know uh, for last week's game, um, some seismologists had it hooked up. Yeah, or, I, I guess saw that as well. But, you know, specializing seismologists, in – Seismologists, yeah. Uh, yeah. Had it hooked up so that they could – um, you know, register because everybody knows it goes crazy out there when Marshawn Lynch. I hope they had it hooked up for the end of this game, like when they when they won. Um, I texted you early in the game. I I would love to go to a game out there. Um, and obviously, you know, they're oh wait, there never mind, is. there it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna download this and put it up. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh man, that that's absolutely amazing. I know. It's recorded a couple of times. I know like the one time at LSU, um, it registered on campus at, at the, um, at the place. So it, it, it was, uh, it, it was pretty interesting. I would, I would love to be there. It just looks so loud. I said to him at one point, um, it looked like they were just showing clips from a, in a stadium that was the entire, like uh Wisconsin, um, 
student section when they played jump around. Like the whole place was jumping up. Like the whole place was like that. Yeah. So, um, and if you've been to an NFL game and you've been to big time college football games, you understand there's a there's a big difference to me in the crowds. They can both they're both fun. They're, they are different though. It's a different experience. I feel like that Seattle crowd is is insane when it comes to just the amount of noise and, and everything that they produce. It, it's a lot of fun. If you're watching on Ustream, what I have up right now is a quick shake graph um, from CenturyLink Field, and it shows you exactly – I mean, you can tell where it jumps up. That is when the Seahawks won in overtime. That is, that is what happened um, to the field and the way that the um, machine registered the shaking um, – the energy registered by the fans jumping around in the stadium, excited about their win. Um, that is up on our, our Ustream broadcast right now. And if you are free, you know, if you're listening on Blog Talk Radio, don't have access to this feed that we're using, the uh, the video feed, we're going to have the entire YouTube show up on YouTube um, following uh, us wrapping up here in the next minute or two. Yeah. So, uh, incredible day so far. I'm looking forward to uh, finishing um, – with the this AFC championship game, Patriots are on top seven nothing, and uh, you know I, I I would think we're on a collision course for Patriots Seahawks. That's how I thought when the playoffs themselves started. It's 